The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig for details. Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. Episode 279 is Episode 156, Tips to Avoid Impulse Spending. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast, where you'll learn to save money, money, embrace simplicity, and live a richer life. Here are your hosts, Jen and Jill. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast. My name is Jen. My name is Jill. And today we are closing out the first month of the year with an episode that everybody has loved. Mm. Everybody that has listened to it has loved it. It has aged well like fine wine, not like 90s movies or anything from early 2020. It is tips to avoid impulse spending. And it's a new year. We hope 2023 Mm -hmm. is going well for you so far, but we know old habits die hard. Impulse spending Mm. hits even the best of us. So here's another reminder about ways to interrupt this habit pattern cycle, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, because we don't think that there are that any certain person is, quote unquote, a spender. We all spend money. We are all spenders and we all impulse buy for different reasons on different things. This is an episode truly for everyone whether you consider yourself to spend on many things or to spend on a few things. We're talking about the causes of impulse buying, tips to avoid impulse purchases. So this is really great. There are uh, some a lot of other spending episodes that we've done, obviously. Two of our most recent ones has been um, have been 260, which is another replay, which is how to cut back on emotional spending with Leslie Tain. Another really good one because emotions are one of those things that can incite impulse buying, negative and positive emotions. Uh, And then episode 181, how to identify and improve spending habits. Because at its core, impulse buying typically comes from some kind of habit. And when we can identify the trigger of that habit, we can greatly decrease our impulse buying. So episode 260, episode 181, very good episodes to queue up after this. But also this one. So stick with this but, one yeah. and then and then stick, stick with, with us. Yeah. Go into your player and find those and just hit play next and then play at the end. Mm-hmm. Those mm-hmm. buttons. But first, this episode is brought to you by Naps. It's the most wonderful time of the day. Before I became pregnant, I did not know how to nap. Now my body involuntarily gets up out of my chair, lays itself down for a nap. 
Surely there are health benefits to naps. I have to tell myself that to justify the number of them I am taking right now. You know what doesn't nap at inconvenient times of the day? CIT Bank's Savings Connect account. It's a high-yield savings account that's currently offering 3.6% APY. That means you can earn money while you sleep through an important meeting. Whether you're a napper by choice or by children, head to frugalfriendspodcast.com slash CIT to get what we think is the best high-yield savings account out there right now. You may want to start an emergency fund there should you lose your job due to excessive nap. <laughs> wow, you're crushing it. I mean, naps hold Thank a you. very clear, deep place in your heart. Napper by choice or by <laughs> children is that one's going to stick with me. Yeah, I uh, it's, or by pregnancy. <laughs> I am here. I am yes. here. This is where I am. You know what's also here? This episode about impulse spending. <laughs> Let's get into it before I fall asleep. I'm excited to hear your thoughts on our first quote unquote article. It's actually an infographic. And so if you visit our show notes, you will be able to see the infographic. But I thought that this had a lot of really great data. And we wanted to share this with you. So Jill already shared some of your thoughts before we started recording, but uh, let me know what you think of this. I don't want to bash it before we talk about some of the good stuff of it. (laughs) Well, let's talk about the good stuff. It's called The Psychology of Consumer Spending, and it's a lot of statistics, but it's from Illinois Lending. Yes. So it gives us just a basic snapshot of some of the compulsive shopping statistics, what we typically purchase when we compulsively shop, how much we spend in credit cards versus cash spending, reasons for compulsive shopping, like the infographic states, the psychology behind it, some of the mental reasons behind it, which always comes first. Our thoughts and feelings always come before an action. So we have to make those connections when we're looking at behaviors. So I think it helps to highlight those pieces. One of the things that struck me, just because it is at the top of this infographic, and it gets thrown around a lot, so I want to make sure that that we look at this. It does talk about, it states that shopping addiction affects about 5% of the population. I just want to state here, we can throw around the word addiction and not really know what we're talking about here. Shopping addiction is not actually a diagnosable behavioral concern. While compulsive shopping can certainly lead to some negative things and have some adverse consequences, it's not actually in the DSM. We can't actually diagnose a shopping addiction. So I don't know where they're getting that percentage. Uh, It's not a diagnosable thing. It's not actually an addiction. Certainly, it can lead to some really maladaptive, difficult things in people's lives. But I just want to state that at the forefront. Yeah. But I mean, it does have some usable stats that can really put compulsive shopping into perspective because that is a thing. We do tend to overuse the word addiction on some things. But it doesn't negate the fact that shopping frequently, especially when unplanned, does have negative effects. So Mm -hmm. the first stat that it states on here is over 90% of people who shop today make occasional impulse purchases that they didn't tend to buy initially. So I would really, I would really argue that a hundred percent of people who shop make some kind of occasional impulse buy. It doesn't matter who you are. It's easy to do, yeah. especially when you see something that, yeah, oh, this might fit a need. It wasn't necessarily on my list, but might as well get it or something inexpensive. I mean, maybe not every trip, but even as an intentional shopper and a frugal person, I'm sometimes throwing in a pack of gum I didn't plan on buying. Absolutely. I do well, like you gum. love gum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would also argue with this stat 
we really said we weren't going to bash it before we highlighted the good things, but here we are. It says women may comprise, may comprise, I love that um, Mm -hmm. ambiguity in statistics, up to 92% of compulsive shoppers. And I believe that statistically women do make more purchases, do make more home purchases than men. That's data backed. But I do argue the fact that 92% of compulsive shoppers are women because I know a lot of men, just because they're buying different things, are still buying things that are unplanned. Well, the compulsive part isn't gender specific. Anyone can be compulsive and impulsive. So, all right, let's just move past that first section. Okay. (laughs) We're... I will point out, this is a stat I do believe, among compulsive shoppers, 58% have large debts. Mm. But that's a lot of people. Like, even if you're not a compulsive shopper, you can still have a large amount of student loan debt or maybe medical debt or something. Yeah. The common purchases. So I liked this section as well as the reasons for impulse purchasing. Mm -hmm. But the most common purchases that we will make when we're shopping compulsively is clothing, household items, shoes, jewelry, and items on sale. The big five. The big five. And all of these relative luxuries, right? Jewelry, shoes, household items, clothing. We're not talking food. We're not compulsively shopping for food. Sometimes though, I'm like throwing ice cream in my cart that I don't need. But these are the items that, and I think it's helpful to know, okay, these are the big five or even dig deeper to say which one is the one you typically go to. For me, it's definitely clothing. So if I'm out and about and I'm not actually planning on going for clothing, I won't even go up and down those aisles already talking about how to avoid compulsive, impulsive Mm -hmm. shopping. But And items on sale. Definitely, you can always find me in the clearance section. That's mine. That's such a fallacy that you're actually saving money when you're buying clearance items. You might be buying discounted items, but you're still spending money. So if you didn't need those items, it's not a good deal. And it often leads to compulsive purchases because, oh man, I've never seen this price on this type of item before. I better just buy it, but I don't actually have a use for it. So beware, shoppers. Absolutely. I mean, we talked about this back in our holiday um, impulse shopping episode is that retailers will mark up things so that they can put them on sale because a sale is a marketing technique. It's not to help you. It is marketing because, again, items on sale is one of the big five. Yeah. And that's, I mean, definitely for me. Mm -hmm. No, I know that. I liked this credit card versus cash spending section. And so I am a diehard credit card user. I don't use cash because it's inconvenient for me. And I have practiced frugality long enough to where I can use a credit card with confidence. I love the cash envelope method when you're first starting out and you really need to see what you're spending and how you're spending it. I love that. But it does say that $22 is the average cash transaction, while $112 is the average non-cash transaction, which was super, the difference there is, is wide. And I can see why, like, if I'm purchasing something very expensive, I'm obviously not going to pay in, you know, cash bills. Like Mm -hmm. I'm buying a car on Craigslist, I might use a check. I don't know if that's what they mean by like non-cash, but it definitely is big. So that's like important to note if you're trying to reduce your impulse spending or reduce your spending in general, a cash diet could be a really great way to kickstart that. Mm, Yeah. You're not going to be likely to spend more than $22 on a transaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's shocking also how few people actually pay off their credit cards each month. This yeah. statistic states 45%, so less than half of people will pay off their credit cards each month. I imagine within our Frugal Friends community, that percentage would be much higher just because of our intentionality and in looking at these things. But even for that reason, recognizing we may be less likely to pay off a credit card. So cash can really help us to tighten and rein this in and be more in tune with what we're purchasing, why we're purchasing 
yeah, do we want to be spending money on this thing? It's really common to have revolving credit card debt, even Mm -hmm. like if you're not struggling financially. Like I know so many people tell me, it's like, yeah, I have a couple grand in credit card debt. And I'm like, you have a, you have like a six figure job. You have like all, you have these things. Why can't you just pay off this credit card debt really quick in like a month or two and then, then keep it paid off? I guess it's one of those things. I guess I view them on the outside. It looks like they're doing well, but I don't know what's happening on the like inside. But it is one of those things where it's like, Credit card debt is notorious for being like the one thing that all financial professionals agree on. Like some people love debt and some people hate it, but everybody hates credit card debt. Yeah. So one thing we can all agree on. (laughs) (laughs) So like it's the first kind of debt that should be going. Credit card debt, the unifier. The unif it is really brings us all together. Well, this next section gets into some reasons for compulsive shopping, and I'm going to tread lightly, carefully, and gently here because it is getting more into some deeper emotional roots mm-hmm. and does require some some soul searching, some looking at what is the why behind some of the compulsive shopping tendencies that I may have, especially if this is a very common thing. And please be kind to yourself if you see that this is happening. We don't mention these things because just to leave ourselves there, but to assess, to highlight what's happening, and then to identify steps forward. We're not going to be able to change behaviors if we're also not looking at the thoughts and feelings that lead to those behaviors. So some of the things that this states, and and I'll affirm that these can be present. They're not, not all of them are true. Not all of them have to be present. And this is not an exhaustive list, but certainly feelings of loneliness or depression or feeling out of control could lead somebody to go to the store and want to cope. It can be a coping mechanism. The first bullet point that they put on here is a pretty intensive one. Yeah. An emotionally deprived childhood. They just kick it off with something pretty (laughs) intense. Uh, and, and that can be true. It's not true every time, but where we are lacking something, where we're feeling a void, we will seek to fill that void, sometimes with beneficial things, sometimes with non-beneficial things. Compulsive shopping can be one of those. An inability to tolerate negative feelings or not wanting to look at some of the negative feelings this is a way that, you know, let me just go purchase something. I like the high that I get from it. I want to feel good. This will make me feel good. Sometimes there can be comorbidity, between compulsive shopping and using that as a coping mechanism and hoarding. So when we talk about frugality and minimalism going hand in hand, certainly compulsive shopping and hoarding can go hand in hand. Um, again, all of those are rooted in some some emotional and mental health concerns as well. A desire to seek excitement, a need for approval, lack of impulse control, a desire to have control, any of these things can lead to making purchases that I did not intend to make. Don't just take our word for it. Do your own research on this. Consider your own patterns and the ways that you cope. And not just removing this, right? Not just taking these tips and no longer compulsive shopping, but replacing it with something. Still caring for yourself. These are some deep-rooted things. And so definitely looking for ways to care for yourself in that place that is beneficial for you. Yeah, they definitely put in some deep ones on here, but it is good to, when you are shopping, to kind of take a look at, okay, what is my mental state right now? I was looking on Instagram to see like where I saw this, but there was a post that was like, try to, um, like, it was an acronym, but try to figure out like, am I angry? Am I hungry? Mm. Am I like sad or or try to take a checklist of is essentially a checklist of kind of your emotions and your mental state, like when you're shopping. And that can kind of help you point back to some of the reasons that might be for your compulsive shopping. Because there's going to be, yes, there's going to be a feeling and then there's going to, you're going to track that back to, okay, like why am I feeling that? What 
is the re- this is the result of what in my life. And then if you keep doing that, eventually you'll notice a pattern and then you can get to the root cause. But we don't get there until we take a pause and try to figure it out. And so the first step isn't being perfect in in not shopping or not impulse shopping. The first step is to figure out, okay, why? Mm-hmm. So let's not fight our psychology. Let's try and work with it so that we can solve this problem. My favorite part about spring cleaning is that post-clean clarity when I'm like, wow, I can finally think clearly. How was I functioning in that mess before? It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. If this sounds like the type of spring cleaning your finances need right now, then it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Plus, you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash frugal. That's mintmobile.com slash frugal. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash frugal. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. I don't love creating my spending plan each month, and it took me a while to find a budgeting app that had simple features but didn't feel and look like a spreadsheet. If that's you too, Monarch's the way to go. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. I like how easy it is to customize my budget and create automatic transaction rules. The transaction widget helps me stay on top of my spending. After using Monarch for several months, I understand why it's the top rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash frugal. For your extended 30-day free trial, go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal for an extended 30-day free trial. Speaking of solving the problem, let's get into some tips on how to do this. Absolutely. So this next article comes from developgoodhabits.com. What a place to be on the internet. Yes. And they give us nine tips to curb the spending, to stop our impulse buying, interrupt that pattern. And the first one I love, it talks about having a 30-day, ni- 30-day, day, like a 30-day wait list. So if there is something that you want, be patient with it. Start a list, write it down. And if you still want it 30 days from now, great, get it, budget for it. But this just helps to slow us down and not purchase immediately something that we may not actually want. It's just feeding another need that we have. Finder.com has an extension called Icebox, and I know it works for Chrome and Firefox. It might work for Safari, but it essentially replaces the Buy Now button at major sites with a Put It on Ice button. And so you put it on ice, and then you decide the cool-off time, um, 30 days, two weeks, whatever – And after that cool off time, the button will turn back into a buy now button. So Mm -hmm. obviously you can turn it off um, and there's ways around it, but it is just like a little barrier if you want to practice some patience. I think the only one that we really have trouble with is the grocery store because obviously you have to eat. But I think with the rise of of online grocery shopping, that has really uh, Mm. become easier so we can stay out of the Aldi aisle of shame. The Aldi finds uh, aisle. Stop. Nothing in that aisle is yes. ever on my list, but <laughs> Aldi Never. found it for me. So. <laughs> right. And it's here for a limited time. Yes. 
But just like don't expect more, like don't expect so much of yourself. Like not because you're not capable, but just because your brain has a finite amount of willpower. And once you exhaust it, you can't expect like anything else from it. That's like how I find myself after my kid goes to bed. Like I've done so good all day. And then I'm like, Travis, please leave and go get me some ice cream or (laughs) tiramisu from Publix was the latest one. But like just avoid it. Mm -hmm. I mean, just look at yourself like you're, you know, it's like, I can't do this. So I just, I can't even touch it. I will say ordering groceries online has helped with food impulse purchases. Same, yeah. Because I'm not passing all these other things up and down the aisle. I've got a very specific list. I just searched that list and put it in my cart. So yes, that is a great tip for that one. Number three on the list is to find free ways to reward yourself. So sometimes the compulsive, impulsive shopping is a result of, I deserve this, or I had a really hard day, or I need to celebrate and let me just go out and spend money. <laughs> uh, it's not about the actual thing. It's about the experience of it. But then by the end of the day, you've spent money. So it's still important to reward ourselves, to celebrate, but to find free ways of doing that. I know for me, just being outside is a reward, especially now that I live in Florida and the sun shines here constantly. Uh, Going to the beach is a reward. Going near water is a reward. Anything, right? Brainstorm yourself. What is life-giving to you? And do those things before you seek to spend money as a celebration. Mm -hmm. Six is always have a list and plan for your purchases. This saves me a lot. I'm kind of flighty in the sense that I tend to get distracted easily. I'll do one thing and then I'll remember I have to do another and then I'll go do that and then I'll do something. I kind of have a hard time finishing things, even though like finishing is kind of like my fulfillment. So I have to have a list. If I have a list and I have it things written down and a plan, then... I feel like I've then I can actually get things accomplished. And it's the same thing with impulsive spending. If you have a list, then you can stick to it and you can feel once you've accomplished your list, you no longer need to put anything into your cart because you have accomplished the task at hand. You can feel proud of yourself. And I don't know if this works for everyone, but it definitely does for me. Um, Once I've completed my list, I'm like, yes, let's get out of (laughs) here. But planning and listing is so helpful when trying to control your spending. Mm -hmm. And yeah, having a use for it ultimately. So it also keeps you from bringing things into your home that you don't actually have a plan for, don't need, won't use. Mm -hmm. I like number five on here too, which is to be mindful of your reaction to impulse spending. So keeping track of what has happened in the past when I've made an impulse purchase, what happened just before, what happened during, what happened after inside of me, my emotions, my thoughts, even some of my visceral reactions. And are those feelings worth the purchase? One of my good friends, shout out to Sharon, has been keeping an emotional journal along with tracking her spending And I think we talked about this in the interview with Leslie Tain as well, kind of taking that tracking of spending to the next level where you mark down maybe even when you want to purchase something, what just happened in your circumstances, what are you feeling around that, what is it leading you to want to purchase, and even just slowing yourself down in that way can help interrupt the pattern, but it can also help us to identify where patterns exist, like, oh, when I'm feeling angry, that's when I typically go to shop for this thing online, or when I'm feeling really down or sad or my day didn't go well. And just beginning to be more aware of ourselves, more mindful of what's happening in our experiences can help us to identify, again, more beneficial ways to respond to those emotions. So I know that that's next level, but it can be really helpful. I just love that idea of pairing the finances and the emotional and mental health together because they do go hand in hand. We just often don't always want to look at those things, but track your spending and your emotions side by side. Try it out. Let us know how it goes. Yeah, I 
fully believe that it's about working with your psychology and not working against it. So instead of off all purchases and just restricting yourself to living under a rock, let's look at, okay, what are what are my quote-unquote issues? Like what are my, you know, the things that keep me from succeeding? How can I either overcome them or work with them until they're overcome? And then also what are the things that light me up and how can I indulge those in a free way? Like there's just, there's so much to be said for finding out like what's underneath the surface and working with that because that in the end is sustainable. If you're trying to work against it, this lifestyle, the frugal lifestyle, will not be sustainable. Do you know what lights me up every week for every, the past every three week? years? The bill of the week. That's right. It's time for the best minute of your entire week. Maybe a baby was born and his name is William. Maybe you paid off your mortgage. Maybe your car died and you're happy to not have to pay that bill anymore. Duck bills, Buffalo bills, Bill Clinton. This is the bill of the week. Okay, so my bill of the week is going to be pet supplies. So like all their food, all their grooming, everything. And that's because I really love my pets dearly. So even though they can be pricey, it is well worth it. Yes, I love that. I mean, I don't have any pets, but I know people love their pets. (laughs) It sounds like you take such good care of your pet. And we love these bills where people are values-based spending. Yes. It's not about constantly cheaping out in every category of life, but saving where we can to be able to spend where we want to. So that's so sweet. Thanks for calling in your bill about your pet supplies because you love your pets so much. Yeah, so you can buy all those cool toys and make all those cute videos that we see on social media. I want to see them from you. So in light of doing two bills of the week, here is our next one. Hi, Jen and Jill. This is Romy from Gainesville, Florida. My bill of the week is that earlier this month, I posted on the Frugal Friends Facebook page about my laundry room drywall in need of extensive repairs and comparing estimated costs between hiring a contractor versus a handyman. Well, thanks to the helpful replies to my post, I ended up hiring no one and doing the repairs myself. That alone saved me about $2,800, and uh, I learned more about home repair. And because I had a $2,000 budget to start with from a check my homeowner's insurance had given me for repairs, I was able to hire help to cover additional things on my improvement list, such as floor installation, uh, water heater installation, window repair, and um my air conditioning, annual maintenance. Um, so all of that, um, I was still able to come under budget. Now my savings is about $750, money that I pay back to my savings for unexpected expenses in the previous month. And that is my bill of the week. Thank you for all that you guys do. I look forward to learning more from you guys every Friday. Bye. Oh my gosh. I love that. And that is from the Frugal Friends community. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Romy, how amazing to not be fearful of all these daunting repairs, but to figure out how to do it yourself. Uh, That definitely takes grit and problem solving and just a frugal mentality. So well done on all of these renovations that you did yourself and then saving money and then the money that you saved, you put back into your savings. So many amazing things happening here. Thanks for sharing that, Bill. Yes. If you want to submit your bill of the week, visit frugalfriendspodcast.com slash bill. Leave us your bill if it's about spending money on things that you love to spend money on or saving money on things that you could just do yourself. Let us know. We love to hear them all. 
I don't love creating my spending plan each month, and it took me a while to find a budgeting app that had simple features, but didn't feel and look like a spreadsheet. If that's you too, Monarch's the way to go. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. I like how easy it is to customize my budget and create automatic transaction rules. The transaction widget helps me stay on top of my spending. After using Monarch for several months, I understand why it's the top rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H M-O-N-E-Y.com slash frugal. For your extended 30-day free trial, go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal for an extended 30-day free trial. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. And now it's time for The Lightning Round. So we are going to talk about our latest impulse buys because I am convinced 100% of people make impulse purchases because 100% of people are not perfect. (laughs) (laughs) And we will be the first to admit it because Mm -hmm. Jen loves to admit our failures. I love it. Expose to you our vulnerabilities. (laughs) I love it. So that's why I'm going to go first. So go first. Yeah, you love it so much. That's why I'm going to go first. So at first I was thinking I did impulse buy a bag of veggie straws because they were on sale. That was my first thought. So that is a thing that I recently did. But I was like, I'm not going to – that's that's going to be like a, a slap in the face to Jill's. So my <laughs> – Because you know how bad mine is. <laughs> mine was a trip to St. Augustine. Mm. We planned it kind of last minute, and it was just kind of like a getaway because I miss traveling, and it wasn't in the budget. We could have put it in the budget, I guess, but I really were, we were just like, everybody's free that weekend. We can go booked without <laughs> well, a second yeah. thought. I mean, we went with you on that yeah. Florida trip, and so I guess that kind of also makes it an impulse purchase for me too. <laughs> well, we did have money set aside for vacations. So we just right. pulled it out of that. We did not. So that was our last uh, impulse spend. <laughs> All right, Jen, here's mine. <laughs> oh, Eric and I just bought a house. Those of you who have been listening for a while, you know this. It's We are first-time home buyers. We're fixing things up. We've been focusing on the outdoors mostly. You've probably heard that Eric is on Facebook Marketplace constantly, and he often finds really great deals, including that he wanted to at one point purchase an indoor water feature, which I immediately vetoed. It did lead to a little bit of tension. Talked about that in a previous episode. So sometimes (laughs) I have control. However, when it came to this one, he found a spiral staircase like that you could put outside an all wood spiral staircase, outdoors, beautiful, on Facebook Marketplace, used 
I totally co-signed for that one. Didn't plan on having a spiral staircase. Don't actually have a solid use for it, except that it's stunning and I love spiral staircases and we nearly have a flat roof. So we put it outside, put it up against our flat roof. We just go on the roof. People come over. They're like, where does that go? We're like the roof. But like what's up there? We're like Where's- nothing. You could just get up on the roof. Where's it go? The roof. What's up there? The roof. Yes. You can kind of see good sunsets from there, but it's really just about spiral staircases. I love it. I mean, really, I'm pleased for it. No looking back, but it 100% was an impulse buy. We do not need a spiral staircase. It does look stunning, but didn't plan for it at all. I bet you could see amazing sunrises from the roof. <laughs> no one's up that early. Well, one day. No one in their right mind. I'll is up test that early. it one day. Ooh, how about those impulse <laughs> buys we made? I mean, hey, looking back on that, no regrets. No, I still look back fondly on that trip to St. Augustine that we took. That was very fun. And I mean, impulse purchases are not bad. It's budgeting and having the margin to be able to make impulse purchases that align with your values. Yeah, they really are only not great for us when they're really interrupting our long-term goals or we don't have the money for them. That spiral Mm -hmm. staircase, though, that has been a fan fave. You have used that very frequently. Oh, yeah. I was so internally judgmental when you (laughs) bought that. I was... I'm glad this is coming out now. (laughs) Yeah, right? I was like, what? And usually it's Travis who's judgmental about people buying things and I have to talk him down and being like, it's what they value. And if it's not, it's not our place to judge. Mm -hmm. And I had to talk myself down and be like, it's not my place to judge Yeah, a person putting a spiral staircase up to their <laughs> roof. It's fine. But now it's one of the <laughs> best features of the house, at least the backyard. Yeah. So. No, it's okay. Your whole backyard is amazing. And the spiral staircase just fits. And <laughs> I <laughs> just had a place to go. It just it just had a place to go. Did you um, have a oh I'll, I'll ask that question later. <laughs> all right. Well, let's I mean, let's wrap this up. Okay. Thank you all for listening. We hope you took something away from this. And it's not just that sometimes you never regret your impulse purchases. Hopefully there was more, <laughs> more takeaways than that. We love, love, love reading your kind reviews. The kind ones are our favorites. And we especially loved this one that we want to share from Lindsay titled Informative and Fun. Jen and Jill are a couple of my favorite humans. Oh, Lindsay. This podcast has provided immense value to my financial life. These ladies are inspiring and empowering. They rock at explaining different topics in a way that is understandable and fun. Thanks for being my favorite podcast. Lindsay. Lindsay. Thanks for being my favorite person. One of my favorite humans. I'm offended. Well, Say something nice about me, okay? Stop judging my spiral staircase. Deal, deal. I deserved that. I deserved that. Thank you, Lindsay. I am so delighted to hear that today. And sometimes we do love uh, to shake our heads at angry one-star reviews, but we love and brightens our day to read your, your kind reviews. So thank you, Lindsay. Thanks, everyone, for listening. If you enjoyed this show, please take a minute to leave a rating and review. It really, truly helps other potential new listeners, your fellow frugal friends, know what our show is all about, know what it's not all about, so that they can find a good fit for them. And we have less one-star reviews because of your five-star reviews. Appreciate you. Maybe a host who buys a spiral staircase for their backyard isn't the best fit for them, you know, (laughs) or somebody who just like picks up and takes a nap in the middle of the day. Right. That might be a can't relate. Right. 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 And we want people to know who we are. (laughs) 
because we're not for everyone. But maybe we are for those people, you know? If you've got a spiral staircase in the backyard and you're listening to this while you start a nap, then come on. Let 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 the people know. Okay, bye. Bye. Frugal Friends is produced by Eric Siriani. Jen, since we mm-hmm. don't ever truly learn or get perfect, do you have a even we more? Learn. <laughs> You're right. Chill. Since we don't like ever truly like get perfect, get You're perfect. Right. Yeah, there you yeah. go. I see where I saw where you were going. Um, do you have a more recent impulse purchase example, just to keep it fresh and relevant? Um. I have been doing so much shopping on Amazon recently for uh, Christmas and the rental and like, I don't know. I haven't started. I have not started shopping, like doing baby shopping stuff, Um, but it's just a matter of time, I guess. I can tell you about an impulse buy I'm thinking about making. (laughs) It's not an impulse purchase if you're sitting on it. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh my gosh, maybe you are perfect. <laughs> hold up, hold up, hold up. All right, let me just look. Let me just look. Um, oh, yes. Okay. Here we go. Black Friday. Because honestly, we're not record I mean, we're not too far away from Black Friday when we're recording this, so this makes sense. So Travis and I went to Best Buy to get two TVs for the rental. And while we were we were there with our friends Dave and Whitney, who are big fans of Black Friday. Like I did not realize this. You always learn something new about your friends and it's always like so delightful to just learn their quirks. And we're at Best Buy with them and they are getting this blink video doorbell and like cameras for outside and they have planned for this they have been looking for this and I saw it and I was like oh my gosh we don't have a doorbell like we just don't have a doorbell this house is a million years old there are no outside lights there's no deadbolt there's no doorbell like come break into my house and I was like we really enjoyed our ring doorbell at our old house. So I thought about it for a few hours. And later that day, I did buy the doorbell. I thought about it for a few hours, though. (laughs) Yeah. So that's it. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't completely planned. There was a little bit of peer pressure there. That's a good example. Mm -hmm. Yes. I also bought a cappuccino from Phrase today in my effort to save Phrase. (laughs) Really? Are they going down? (laughs) No, they're not going down. I just, I see so many things in St. Pete, so many like classic St. Pete places just getting pushed out by landlords like doubling the rent and these bougie coffee and restaurants coming in and I don't want that to happen to phrase because I love yeah. phrase yeah and so I'm on a mission to save phrase single-handedly <laughs> it's proactive Bye. and preventative like phrase is not it is proactive. giving no yes. indication that they're struggling <laughs> no absolutely not there is always a line it's so good but I will buy once a week my my small cappuccino and my sausage roll and (laughs) that'll be my justification for all like takeout and restaurant (laughs) dining is that is not i just gotta keep (laughs) them from going out of business that was everybody's justification in 2020 that was (laughs) nobody's reason living (laughs) every day as if Every restaurant and store yeah. is about to go. The out of real, the real, real are committed in 2023. Okay, we're three years out, and I'm still committed to saving phrase. Okay, how about you, Jill? Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, how about you? Are you committed? 
<laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> I'm committed. <laughs> I don't know. I think my most recent impulse purchase was on some Christmas lights. Uh, and again, at time of recording, that's relevant. It's not. It's not been that far away. I well, saved you from uh, buying Christmas lights. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh, I, I totally forgot our trip to Sam's Club. Oh, I there were a bought... lot of symbols. <laughs> Jen literally made this statement. I asked her, what, what does she hope and plan to buy at Sam's Club? And she literally said, I am going to let Sam's Club tell me what to buy. It was very anti-frugal friends, but <laughs> I did support her. Like, I was the ride or die <laughs> In that situation. And we really I, egged each other on. We really did <laughs> go all out. Okay, in context, what I meant by that was I'm going to compare prices to buying at Walmart. And if the price is better for the generic brand, because I'm not going to just buy name brand because it's bulk and it's available. I'm going to, you know, a member's mark in it. If it's good, then... I'm going to buy it and I'm not just going to buy it because it's bulk. I'm going to buy it because like, you know, I do, I will use yeah. 12 cans of diced tomatoes. You did some great research and that, and it helped all of us. I did. Uh-huh. Yeah. But then I also bought some wood for reserve bourbon cherries. <laughs> so that happened. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Not perfect. None of us are. <laughs> nope. And sometimes yeah. we encourage one another's imperfection. And that's mm-hmm. what makes for just a good friend. And that's why you never see us on Instagram, because that's what we are doing in real life. I when should we're not post recording. that, though. I will post that to Instagram. I did take photos. I was like, oh, is this good content? And then I got super inspired. Did you inspired. take video? Oh, my gosh. Oh, no, I didn't take video. I just took pictures. Oh. I posted to a oh. story. it'll be a story I was too into into the canned tomatoes to know I think I have a picture of you in the canned tomatoes section oh yeah it's gonna go in a story here we go I'm doing it can't wait okay bye are you ready to take charge of your health journey look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health with their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, The CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.